Hello and welcome to the next episode of Gold Nuggets, our mini-series looking back on some of the Gold Team's highlights from Season 2 of the podcast. Before we get started, we're delighted to announce the publication of Gold 23, which will be hitting inboxes around the world today. It's one of my favourite issues with a whole host of fascinating features on all things pharma, including insights and thought leadership from a season of industry conferences. Our cover feature on reframing pharma's bad boy reputation is not one to be missed. Do head over to our website, www.emg-gold.com to check that out. And I'll put a handy link in the show notes for you as well. But back to the podcast. For our latest episode in this mini-series, I'll be looking all the way back to episode four, which was our International Women's Day special. Alia Omer, Vice President and Head of Global Portfolio and Programme Strategy at Kite Pharma, joined us to discuss how she has navigated gender biases throughout her career, which has spanned almost 20 years and across an impressive four continents. So let's dive right in. First up, Alia told us about her journey into typically male-dominated industries, drawing on her experience playing basketball when she was younger. You know, I found myself uh, in many scenarios where women at the time, you know, when I was participating in these different areas, whether it was in my personal or professional life, weren't um, actually the norm. And even today in many of these areas, the the same still stands. One of my first um, experiences was actually as an athlete at a very young age. I got interested in basketball and it became a very, uh, a passion of mine actually that I chose to pursue eventually playing at the collegiate level. But one of the first experiences to your point around, um, you know, how do you navigate these gender biases? One of the first experiences I had with gender bias was actually when I was eight or nine years old, believe it or not. And I have this vivid memory of playing, you know, in Houston, Texas, where I grew up at my elementary school, and the girls were always relegated. We had, you know, this very simple blacktop uh, basketball court, side by side, two half courts, but the girls were always relegated to the one without the net and the broken hoop. And, you know, one day I spoke to my friends and I said, hey, why don't we walk over, you know, to where the boys play and talk to them about this? So I don't know what it was within me (laughs) that led me to, to do that. But we actually went and we had a conversation uh, with, with the boys and we said, well, why don't we trade courts at you know, a given frequency? And it was something that amazingly they were actually open to. So I think it also taught me, you know, if you don't ask, you, know, you already have the no. So you might as well ask um, and see if you can talk things through. How wonderfully put that was, demonstrating the power of communication. And if you don't ask, you don't get. So just go for it and see where that leads. Moving on, Alia goes on to tell us about some of her role models throughout her life. Absolutely. One of my earliest female role models, and even today, plays a very, very uh, large role in my life, is actually my mother. Um, You know, my mother grew up in Bangalore, India, in the south of India, um, family of five, and went on to you know, transition to the US, moved to a country that she had actually never visited before <laughs> after, she was, um, you know, after she met my father and, and they both moved to the US. And even though she was you know, working from home, she had you know, studied you know, undergraduate actually, in the US, she decided when both my sister and I were you know, kind of entering into early schooling, I would say like at that elementary age, she decided actually to go back to school 
um, and train as a Montessori school teacher. And, you know, Montessori school uh, and the philosophy behind it is really centered around absorbent learning. Um, it's centered around, you know, understanding how to seek answers for yourself. It's about growing, you know, independence, but working with others and talking through problems along the way. So I think my mom has been, you know, a staunch role model. Um, she's provided unconditional support. Um, you know, I remember having failures throughout my life, whether that was on the basketball court, um, whether it was, you know, in school, whether it was in my professional life, even today. And she always reflects back on, well, what was the learning here? What was this here to teach you? And I think when you rechannel the energy into that direction, uh, then you allow yourself to grow. You know, in my role today, our team is really responsible for bringing very diverse perspectives together across the entire organization. And one of the things I talk to my team about is this notion of vertical development. So it's not just about, you know, having a glass, let's say, and trying to fill that glass with water. That's horizontal. That's learning, you know, it's filling the glass with more water, but it's the same glass and it's the same container size. What we're trying to focus on is how do you also increase the capacity of the leader? So how do you expand the size of the glass and then seek to fill it? Because in this way, you can kind of go into a conversation with a diverse set of teammates and you might hold your own worldview, but then what you do is you listen to other views that people have, you're adaptive enough and hopefully with enough humility and vulnerability to change your worldview and then synthesize that to say, okay, what is the best decision uh, for patients and for the business? Listening to others' views and taking others' opinions into account is so important in all walks of life. And far too often there are situations where people are simply waiting to speak rather than truly listening and engaging with what others are saying. And Alia delves into this in a little bit more detail in her next clip. We have this tendency at times, and I've observed it too, of you know, kind of talking past one another versus really engaging um, in what is the here and now and letting go of your agenda and being on the agenda of others. You know, it's almost as I wake up in the morning, I'm not thinking about, you know, how is my team going to serve me? It's how do I serve my team? What roadblocks, what obstacles, you know, can I remove for them today or tomorrow? And you can't get to that insight if you're not willing to listen. So one of the tricks, if you will, that I try to lean on is just a simple statement. Tell me more. And then I remind myself, my inner monologue, I remind myself, my only job right now is not to say anything. <laughs> and I've had to coach myself um, in that so that it becomes more of a natural tendency. So your point around, you know, it is an underrated skill couldn't be more true. What a brilliant note to end on there. And Alia shared plenty more golden nuggets of information in the full episode of her podcast, which will be linked in the show notes. So do be sure to check that out. Also featuring in her episode was a conversation that I had with Nikki Jones, Head of Diversity, Equity and Inclusion at the Healthcare Business Women's Association. It's a great listen and I thoroughly enjoyed that conversation. So do go and check out that episode. 
and that brings us to the end of this gold nugget make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on next week's episode the final gold nugget in this series but while you're waiting for that why not check out the latest issue of gold this brand new edition is jam-packed full of industry analysis ranging from the intricacies of blockchain and patient data ownership to the pharma powerhouse that is india so do check out the link in our show notes But until next time, it's goodbye from me and I hope you have a great week.